Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. I've decided not to drink alcohol for this episode so as to not impair my ability to drive whilst recording the podcast. Are you driving while recording the podcast? Yeah, I'm driving right now. I'm on the I'm on the th- I'm on the f- 505. Oh, you're on the 505. <laughs> on the you're 505. about to exit on the 101, then I'm take head- the 98 down to the 74. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm eastbound right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is how this is how people from California talk about highways. Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that thinks it's time to get a little bit serious. If you or a loved one is experiencing the symptoms of having 5 to $10 a month extra in your budget every month, please visit patreon.com slash the crunch and leave a donation to relieve those symptoms. We have doctors working around the clock, comedy doctors. <laughs> physicians assistants are standing by to take we have call. we have physicians standing by with little flowers on their lapels that squirt water and if you call <laughs> them they can help you put your money where it needs to be which is in, <laughs> in my wallet patch adams is standing by waiting <laughs> to squirt you in the little face <laughs> laughter is the best medicine it's your boy ethan hey i referenced a uh, uh it's your boy patrick i don't say that it's patrick uh, and okay. I'm Patrick, and um, I just referenced a Robin Williams movie that wasn't Goodwill Hunting, or uh, uh, what was it that I thought it was? Goodwill Hunting. Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets Society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I those, thought. Those two movies are two sides of the same coin, I feel like. Is that so? Yeah. I feel like Robin Williams went through his, I want to be empathetic phase, and he made those two films. And then he, and then he went back to dressing up like a lady and being, <laughs> being a genie. But everybody has their face. Everybody has their face. Yeah. What's up, man? What's going on? Uh, I don't What's know. What's poop poopin? Well, Leo was sick yesterday. No. So I had to take a I had to take a personal day because you know what's crazy about those like personal days? I don't think I've ever taken a sick day in my entire life. Are you in serious? My entire working life. I've I take never a sick taken day a sick day every chance I get. Dude, you know what's crazy? I think Holy Spirit might owe me money for untaken, unused sick days. Oh, wait, do you really? get paid for unused sick days? I don't know if you get paid for unused you, sick days. Uh, when you leave, sometimes you get like paid out for sick days that you haven't used. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. It doesn't Does matter. Does it roll over? Is it like minutes from singular? Is there rollover? <laughs> I think you can roll over five six sick days per year. Hmm. Um, that way you don't just never get sick and just rack up those sick days until you leave in 20 years and they just pay out like hundreds of <laughs> hundreds that's of thousands what, of dollars. That's what, that's what real companies do. Um, is that what they do? Yeah. Well, at least my dad. My dad just like never takes sick days, mm-hmm. which is it's also cheating now because you can like work from home. And so like who knows what a sick day is anymore. But I feel like my dad has like a year of six day, sick days from really? Working. Yeah. He just that's has worked cool. so long. He just accrues so many. And I feel like they figure as you get older, like your knee's going to go. And so you're like, yeah, you'll probably need a month. So we might as well just like let you have it. Yeah. Anyway. So, so, so Leo is sick. 
Yeah, so I took a sick day for my son because when when your son is sick and your wife is sick, you have to take. The You're sick, sick day. also. Um, yeah, I was not. I did not get sick, but Leo and Phoebe both got sick. And I don't Dang. know. Have you ever heard a little five month old baby cough? Uh, I've just seen hack, them. They like up. stick their little tongues out. They're yeah, like, they're like <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> they like they really ham it up for the camera, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's so sad because he's like it he's like sad. we just think he coughs. He's like looking at me like what's happening? Like is Please. this forever? <laughs> yeah. I and stopped so, smoking months ago. I thought this I was gonna understand. go away. <laughs> Dang. Poor guy. And so yeah, he was sick, and that was sad. And then Phoebe got sick, which was sad. And so I, but it meant that I got the I got a lot of Leo time. Yeah. But on, but this also meant. Even, yeah, that I had some time where it was just little Leo who was playing yeah. and Phoebe was sleeping mm-hmm. and I was alone and not oh. working. And so what what do I do, Ethan? What does Patrick do when he's got free time? He went to the bank late. Nope, I did not go to the bank. Oh. <laughs> well, I did. I did go to the bank, but it was, but it was closed. It was closed. Uh, what does Patrick do? He writes. Uh huh. He writes and he I, reads. I fiddle with. The productivity, productivity thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's what you're going to tell me about. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I made a uh, product. I made a, I used a thing called a productivity system. I made a, um, uh-huh. uh, have you ever heard? Okay. I'll start over. Please. Have you heard of the program notion? Yes. Have you used it before? No. I am. I am now a diehard notion fan. Okay. I, I've recently, is in the last two days. I, I started using it a while ago to like keep track of things. I didn't want to write down in my notebook. Uh huh. Um, but I, I I didn't realize like you could use you can make databases. And the biggest problem that I've had with writing articles for Catholic Match is um, I need high output quickly. Yeah. And okay. high output quickly is difficult if you don't have a good system to track it. Mm-hmm. And I was using my Trello board, but it didn't really work because it was like, oh, write this article. And I wouldn't I wouldn't look at the Trello board when I had the articles. And like I had a bunch of unfinished articles in my in my mm. documents folder or whatever. Yeah. But on Notion, you can make a database <gasps> that has like an item and that's where the article is stored and all of your wow. notes. And you can make a status for the article and you can turn it into a Trello board and move the article down the Trello board uh, or the Kanban board or whatever. And so I, I made a bunch of uh, I made a bunch of databases, one for America articles, one for Catholic Match articles, and one for Twitter threads. Wow. So I'm all I'm all I'm all like I'm all databased up, baby. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. And that I It sounds like the worst way to spend your sick day. I loved it. It was That's, so you nice. Just, what you did to me is you just put a rock in my stomach and just like I feel like I'm sinking to the bottom of the ocean because of how <laughs> how you, I need to. I'm gonna buy you a video game and I'm gonna make you play it. That's what. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> this is a far cry from <laughs> I'm gonna literally make you play a year far ago cry. when you told me to stop playing Pokemon. <laughs> you should stop playing Pokemon on your phone. But when you it have wasn't a sick on my day, phone. you put an emulator on your phone. Did you not? I I knew. I know you can do that. I don't do that. Cause it's oh, like, you put it on your I, computer. I put it on my computer because it's easier. Well, here's what I'm saying. Next time you're homesick, I need you to boot up. NFL Street Volume 3 on the PlayStation okay. 2. And I want okay. you to play as the My Washington Redskins. Two. And I want you to do flips off the walls. And, <laughs> and I want you to score touchdowns. That's what I want you to do. Well, no, I spent I spent my sick day doing that, and in between, I spent my sick day doing all the things that Phoebe usually does. Like yes. I cooked her a big pot of chicken noodle soup. Nice. I used her I stole a rotisserie chicken from Walmart and I made it. Uh, I did not steal stole. it. I paid for it. <laughs> 
They just leave them on those racks. You really they could just, just leave them. them. It's the easiest thing. Who's going to question you walking out with just a chicken? It's like, surely he's not here just for that. Surely he know? paid for the chicken. Plus, yeah. like, they don't check the receipt when you flash at them. You just go, hey, I got the receipt. You just walk out. Also, yeah. you could just come in with another receipt. You could buy one rotisserie chicken, take the receipt in, hand that guy the receipt. I, They're not going to look at the date. I think you're gaming it way too hard. You don't even need the receipt for most Walmarts. You just walk out with anything, and they'll be like, have a nice day. At my, at my Walmart, they do check receipts now. Every single time? For yeah, like, I think they even had... if you're buying like butter and eggs, they'll check your receipt? Mm-hmm. Well, really? unless, okay, so if you have everything in a bag, they won't check your receipt. Mm-hmm. But also, if you go through the self-checkout, Mm-hmm. And you just walk through it. Like people, they'll notice and they'll stop you. We, had, uh, I think we've had a really hard, big problem with shoplifting at my local Walmart because everything is in cages. Oh, like most things. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna list a bunch of things that you would not expect. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna list a bunch of things. You tell me which things are in cages. Okay, sounds okay? good. Electronics. Yeah. Um, cereal. Okay socks right socks underwear um toiletries and uh those like packs of t-shirts is this like four out of five are in cages yeah four out of five are in cages (laughs) everything except the cereal yeah everything except the cereal (laughs) do it okay so electronics obviously in cages that makes sense but you know what all those other things have in common ethan they're made of cloth no, toiletries are not made of cloth. Oh, I've been using the wrong toiletries. <laughs> <laughs> They're things that homeless people need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so homeless sense. people steal stuff and they cage the stuff. And I say, hey, um, instead of buying expensive cages that probably cost more than the loss, why don't you just set a little extra in the budget and and like put stuff out and for homeless people And just let the homeless people steal. No, don't let them. You didn't listen to what I said. Oh, I said, sorry. like, take some of the stock and... I was and, just suggesting a different idea entirely. I wasn't yeah. like... Not not letting them steal, like just taking a bunch of things and putting them aside and saying like, and putting them out and saying, these are for you to take. Please take this. That'll stop the shoplifting. Well, Aquinas does say that it technically technically does belong to the homeless man. It does belong to the homeless. You're right. It is rightfully his. He can steal it because it is his. And so I think... I don't know if Thomas Aquinas says that you can see. He's now pushing his glasses even <laughs> so further, further up his away. face to the point where they would not even be kind of... They're useful. falling off. They're falling backwards and one of the lenses is getting cracked. And then I'm... <laughs> and then I... It's my wife Being is saying, oh, 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 honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unk, 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 unk. Um, They really do like glasses. Those babies. Yeah, I think... It, would you think about it? If I didn't have morals, I would steal so much stuff. Because it's saw a, so easy. I saw a Twitter thread about it. They were yeah. like, "If you're not stealing from, if you're not stealing from Walmart, you're paying more for groceries than you need to." And I was like, "I didn't even well, think yes. about it." Yeah. And I underneath the thread was just a whole bunch of ways to like steal, steal things without yeah. getting caught. And I'm like, yeah, Man. yeah, putting in the wrong code for the fruit and and the vegetables and all that stuff. I mean, I probably put the wrong code for the fruit all the time. Yeah, I don't pay attention to what onion I got. I'm like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't. I'll like make sure I'm in the right category, but it's like, fri- I don't know if this is a Fuji or like a. I forgot to check. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and they say to scan the barcode, but the barcode doesn't work. The barcode does not work. Oftentimes on fruit, sometimes there's no barcode at all. Many such cases. Yeah, it's crazy. But what I was thinking is, you and me, let's make a YouTube video. <laughs> Patrick and Ethan steal. <laughs> And we like look directly into the camera 
and we'll be like, we're, we're, I, I got 20 of my friends to systematically loot a store. And this is, <laughs> this is what happened. Uh, but I think it, it's so simple because in all these places, they can't, they can't touch you. You know, they can't take you down. They might have a loss prevention guy that's like, hey, stop. But like, you can just walk out. You wear a low baseball cap and a COVID-19 mask. You'll never, you'll never get stopped. You change your body physique every couple months. <laughs> they're never gonna get you get you know? yoked <laughs> yeah you Speaking can't you, of, just, you just can't hit the same walmart yeah within the know, same six month period you gotta you rotate just gotta, around you gotta like you gotta drive across the country and just you know dude i would be the best i would do so many heists i would be a heist man <laughs> every but day, instead of a heist you're taking a rotisserie chicken every day i would walk into target playing the ocean's 11 theme and i'd just be picking up like <laughs> Hey, we got a guy picking up the cinnamon from the theme. McCormick aisle, and I'm just putting it in my pocket. <laughs> dun, dun, they dun, catch you. You're like, no, this is from home. I brought yeah, this. I from brought home. this. Yeah, to compare, you know, with the other. I always compare cinnamons. Yeah, the other things. Speaking of body uh, changes, did you know that I've lost five pounds? Really? Where'd oh yeah. Put it. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you. you last have it. We'll see you all next week. It's a stupid podcast. <laughs> I don't like it when you do that to me. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's just... Uh, Congratulations. That's a huge deal. Well, I was trying to find it, and I don't know where it went, and I was looking for help, <laughs> and you just jump in, try to solve the problem right away, and you're not listening to me. I'm sorry. like sharing what's wrong. <laughs> Here's my problem. Yeah. I, I, I noticed a belly start to form. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah which which is what motivated my my new regimen. Mm-hmm. of of working out every other day because yeah you gotta I've, be careful you're a skinny guy and I'm skinny s- guys it sneaks up on them it does no because mm-hmm. i've never like for a long time when i was gaining weight it was like yeah i probably needed to gain that weight like i was, <laughs> I was a little bit light you know <laughs> yeah um i need to be a bit more dense so i can throw <laughs> throw my weight around sink a little bit faster in the pool you know that kind of stuff i don't but, sink in the pool because i'm too fat so <laughs> oh i was gaining a lot of muscle but anyway i've just been doing a lot like over the last year I sit to podcast, I sit to real estate, and I just, I, I don't do as much yeah. anymore. I don't play a lot of sports. I don't do anything. I just was noticing, I would like look down, I'd be like, man, what is that? Like I never had a <laughs> belly before, you yeah. know? And I noticed it and I was like, Oops. I got to nip this in the bud now or else, or else. I think, I think I was blessed by, I think I was blessed as a fat kid because I've just... <laughs> I never had that point in my life where I was yeah. like, I can eat whatever I want because it yeah. was very clear that I could. I just did eat whatever I want. That's crazy. And I understood that it was going to. I think about the amount of Pop-Tarts that I used to eat. It's crazy how Good many Pop-Tarts you Lord. used to eat. It's nuts how many Someone should have. I was doing chemical warfare to my body. Hey, Ben, no can, we get, can we get a playback on the podcast where uh, I told Ethan he should stop eating that many Pop-Tarts? Fine. <laughs> I hear you. someone should have said something <laughs> but anyway you, i'm in much in the same way that you are excited about your productivity system i'm yeah. excited that i have built a habit this was the key this was where i was messing up mm-hmm. i just run every other day and then do push-ups at the end of my run and it's so easy because i don't have to do it every day this is the this is the hack everyone's the like hack. you gotta work out every day if i'm like eh and I work out every other day, then like I go a day and I'm like, man, I'm ready to work out again. But if you do it every day, you're like, I just worked out yesterday. I worked out yesterday. And it's the perfect, it's like the perfect interval for my body to be I'm in a, uh, I'm in a bind be because ready. I have uh, several 
<laughs> personal training sessions. What? Stacked up at LA Fit. Yeah, so I signed an I signed a contract for personal <laughs> training at LA Fitness. Yeah. And then we got pregnant, and I was you like, live "Hey, in Pittsburgh. Uh, what? You're you're flying to LA every week for personal training. Okay, so LA Fitness is a fitness franchise. It's a gym franchise. So they have they have a team. So it's multiple. You know how they have like you know how like you know how like Planet Hollywood is a restaurant that's not only in Hollywood. So it's LA Fitness as a franchise. So there's LA Fitness One, LA Fitness Two, the sequel, LA Fitness Three. Like they've, mm-hmm. it's like they're competing with Marvel. Sure. Yeah. It's it's sort of like a it's it's sort of like a a, a cinematic universe except for grifty gyms. Hmm. The first thing you see when you walk into an LA Fitness is the business office, the front office that's right mm-hmm. next to it, and it's just a bunch of buff dudes in front of phones and computers. It's very fun. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's it's quite the sight. It, once you get used to it, it's kind of like in the background. But you're like, why are all these guys like? But it's, it's anyway, real dudes. It's not paintings or pictures. It's not real dudes. It's like it's like real dudes. And their and their their job mostly is to separate you from your money. So I was like, yeah. I was like, I want you know to do they some personal training. They hide it in training. their muscles. Yeah, they hide it in their muscles. I I was like, I want to do some personal training. And Phoebe was like, you know, we have the money for it. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Um, and then. I started personal training. I had my first session and then my grandfather died and then we got pregnant. And I was like, okay, I'm just not in a place emotionally where I think I should commit to this. And we just had a kid. So I was like, hey, can I get out of this contract? It's been three days since my first session. They said, no, uh, the contract is three days since your first, um, the three day window starts when you sign the contract. And I was like, but I hadn't even had a session yet. And they said, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, You're locked in. Damn. And so I got locked in, and I tried doing it, and then I tried. Do we I, need I have, to take a hit out on LA Fitness? What I was thinking about doing as a joke, but like not really a joke, uh-huh. was um, so just however much money, <laughs> however much money I paid them mm-hmm. um, to run <laughs> to run the equivalent of how much money they would pay for us to run an ad for them, but an mm-hmm. anti ad for LA Fitness. So like ah. take. <laughs> on my podcast because like they did x number of dollars of damage to my wallet i'll do x number of damage to theirs yes. or i could just take a bat to one of their computers that might that would work that might solve it because I mean, like what the, they said the what they said was space. they were like no we can't we can't reimburse you like i have all these sessions that are logged up and then there was a big mess where they were like oh when once you cancel training oh and i tried canceling it and then they charged me for an extra month <laughs> because they didn't cancel it in time and they were like i was like well i don't want these and they're like well you have them so you so, can't give them back. You can't give saying, you can't give back the the training sessions you haven't used. And hmm. so this is this is what Bitcoin is like to me. It's like is, these these not real things that keep getting exchanged back and forth and apparently you're on the hook for them if they yeah, like go down super, in value. Super super don't ever do personal training at LA Fitness. Just th- this is my anti ad for LA Fitness. Super don't on. do it. Because I it was very, it was a very frustrating circumstance. I thought what was going to happen was I was going to get a trainer and we were going to sit down, and we were going to make a plan, mm-hmm. and then we would, you know, talk about diet and we talk about exercise and like what we we're going to do. Mostly, it was just I went and I did ropes, and the guy was on his phone. Really? So, yeah. And I was like, well, this is this sucks. Did you talk sucks. to him about it? Did you say, hey, I don't feel valued 
Yeah, yeah. What I did was when like you're... I was like I was like I think I'm gonna find another trainer, and then I found another trainer that was great, but then he got promoted, and so he couldn't be my <gasps> trainer anymore. No. And he only he only trains the biggest boys. I know. And then and then I found small. out there's a tier for trainer. There's like I was getting put with all the beginner trainers, and there's like mm. master level trainers that cost more. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want an artisan trainer. Please. I want I want a I want someone who knows what they're doing. Okay, that's what I'm paying for. Yeah. And. It was just a very frustrating That's experience crazy. all around. Oh, and then I got switched to another trainer who I walked in and I was like, how's it going? He's like, what's up, Peter? And I was like, that, that's, all right, Man, that's it. That's you got not shuffled happening. around more than a priest after varying allegations. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the, the best part is that like all it takes to know what my name is, is looking at the, the registration. Word. Yeah. The word on the, anyway. So yeah. it was just like very much not I'm not sorry that happened experience. to you, man. That's yeah. hard. Oh, then they told me the training sessions were going to expire. And I was like, I can tell you right now, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> You're I like, lying. I was like, I was like I'm going to tell you right here, right now, that's not going to happen. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care if you need to, like, keep track of the training sessions I had on, like, a little piece of paper. And if the yeah. app says zero, yeah. I'm going to come in. You're going to pay the guy because you yeah. have the money. You took the money. You so took you the money, the so you're gonna pay the guy to do the thing with the guy that paid the money. <laughs> it's not. It's not like a jug of milk, my man. I mean, it's, there's not, no it's expiration gonna, date on you these can't, fake you can't leave these you bad have. boys out in the sun. They're not gonna ridiculous. wilt. So what? I, what? What? I have. I have a certain number of thirty minute training sessions. So what I'm gonna do is instead I'm gonna do a bunch all do, at once. Do them all in like, one day. <laughs> i'm gonna do like i'm gonna do like one every other day but for an hour so i double up and i because the one trainer that i was working with he was like yeah 30 minute training sessions are really useless and i was oh. like interesting um yeah but do you think i could come and be like we could do it for 30 minutes but we could both do it at the same time so it would be like an hour because we're both getting trained yeah, one guy was like, one guy was like, oh yeah, I can train you with my other clients, and I'm like, again, 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 again. Personal trainer. This is not what I paid for. Like, I understand. I am fine with working out with other people. I'm also fine, but like, this is something that I paid a lot of money for. It was a lot of money every month. Yeah. And I was like in the middle of having a kid, and like I was like worried 2, 000, about hospital 3, bills. What? You paying like two k, three k a month? Do you want me to tell you you can keep it off the podcast? Uh, yeah. That's crazy. And, yeah, it was that a works lot. out to per session. I know. <laughs> Quick maths. <laughs> I like the idea of a personal trainer, but I fear my big fear of what would happen is if I signed up for one, I would I would get a guy named uh uh Mark and he would he would be six foot five and he would walk up to me and he kind of clap me on the back in a way that he deems to be light. But in a way that my body would receive as a very heavy hurt. And I would, he would say, how's it going, man? And I would stumble forward and bonk my head on the barbell. And then I would be passed out on the ground. And then Mark would say, we got to get this little dude some help. And then like he'd call the ambulance. And then he would like kind of with one hand sort of hoist, like grab by the front of my shirt and throw me into the back of the ambulance. Mm -hmm. And he'd ride with me. And then I would kind of like wake up in a daze. And like he kind of blurrily comes into focus. You'd be like, man, you really took a tumble there, little dude. Oh, my God. And why, you, why is your personal trainer crush the turtle from Binding Nemo? <laughs> that's, that's, that's just what I don't want to happen. And... For that reason, I'm out. My last personal trainer's name was Payne. P really? P yeah, that was his last name, and he went by Payne. Yeah. Payne. And he was such a nice dude. 
I, I, he was, I, I hope he's still there because I, I think I'm, I, I want to work with him again because it was so funny. I told him I was a youth minister and every yeah. time I finished a set and I did really good, he'd be like, good shit. And he'd be like, oh, sorry, I can't swear you're a youth pastor. And I'm like, no, dude. No, it's cool, Keep, bro. That's great. Keep it going. It's cool. Let me, let's, hey, you, you too. Let's, this, this is some, we, you did a shit job today. Wait, I mean, oh, dang it. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, 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 that's no, so stupid. Not stupid. used to, dang it, idiot. <laughs> Just like totally acting like you've never used profanity before in your life. (laughs) Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I I saw so someone funny. I saw someone do you know the remnant newspaper it's like that super trad catholic newspaper Yeah 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 some a guy from there posted they made a billboard about Pope Francis and he he I saw he, that yeah he, it was like an angry billboard about Pope Francis and he, he <laughs> the tweet was like this is a sign that we're tired of their crap and I was like that's so funny I'm so stinking tired of all your crap I'm crap. so freaking peeved all, all of the junk that you guys are spewing out I don't like it anymore you I, you should go to heck you freaking freaks <laughs> it's, it's like that video of that six year old kid is like screaming it's like you freaking freaks he's like not swearing but he's so mad oh, I love I it I forget that video it was funny that's what trads are like they're like that kid who's just yelling he's afraid he's profanity <laughs> We love you, trads. Don't stop listening. To the I podcast. do love them. I was just saying, like, if it wasn't for the trads, I don't know where I'd be because they're right a lot of the time. Yeah, I just don't want to be friends with any of them. You know, <laughs> it's like my professors in college. It's like, wow, yeah. they're they're right about a lot of things. I just don't. Yes. I'm just kidding. I like to hang out with my professors. Some of them. It's like Tucker Carlson. It's like you're right about some stuff, but like I don't want to get a beer with you ever. I don't want to <laughs> hang out with you. I think I feel like you would be oily for some reason (laughs) i don't like i feel like you use oil (laughs) i feel like you have a private island named after you (laughs) he does probably hunts people on it if i was extremely (laughs) allegedly yeah allegedly What what is so funny about Sorry, having it's funny. the most dangerous game? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, it's just funny to follow up a joke with the word allegedly. If <laughs> I was extremely wealthy, like billionaire status, yeah, I would hire a guy <laughs> to follow Tucker Carlson around. So anytime he entered or exited a building, he would yell out from the crowd, "Tucker, hardly know her," <laughs> and I would just have him do that every day, full time, full time guy. <laughs> Your audio setup is causing an echo. How about you? Anyway, let me refresh here my microphone. Oh, it's the same. 
I'm just in a room. That's what Google Google is telling me that I'm in a Google's room. Google's like your room has walls. That's your pretty room, cringe. It's <laughs> pretty cringe that the the laws of physics and sound waves are being obeyed in the room that you're in right now. Dumb. How about you buy a Sure SM7B to resolve that issue? <laughs> Here's a Google ad for it. Ooh, I'm Google. <laughs> hey yo, ooh hey yo, I'm Google. I'm Google. Uh, this is this is a good podcast so far. I feel yeah, good about what, what we've I, done. I understand why people listen to this show. I like making it. Um, I feel, yeah. I, I like it. I, I wish more people would invite us to be guests on their program. Yeah, I, I wish that, this is this is the thing that I that I realized. I we yeah. I said this we said this in that email to that guy, but uh-huh. it sounds like okay when people reach out to us, you can you can tell me audience if you think this is the case. Uh, vote on your phones now. Vote on your phones now. Bit.ly/crunchdiscord. If someone came on our show, does that make you more interested in going to watch their show than if we went on their show? You know what I mean? Like, what would be what would be more interesting? Someone coming on our show or us going on someone else's show? I think we're great guests. We're very good guests, and and like I I want I want to say this in a way that makes the person we're talking to not think we're trying to invite ourselves on their show. It would be better for you to invite us on than for you to come we, on the show. We don't do a good interview. We, we are, are bad at it. We're bad at it. But it's, we are great at giving an interview. Yeah. Because when you can make the host laugh, it's the Conan O'Brien principle. You exactly. Know? When you can riff and goof and gag and make the host enjoy the fact that he's interviewing you, mm-hmm. then Norm MacDonald like, had a bad interview show. Yes. I didn't watch but, the Norm MacDonald interview show. I watched Norm MacDonald on Conan. Yeah. I mean, well, I know he's dead. Yeah, he is dead. So I don't watch his show <laughs> anymore. What are you talking about? He's dead. Um, I will say that we were on a little... I'm going to put this in the show notes. I'm actually going to do it this time. I always say that, but I never do it. Um, <laughs> we were on a little game show with Jonathan Blevins called Around the Halo. Yeah. It was a ton of fun. It was like a spoof of ESPN uh, Around the Horn. It was a game show. I won. I beat Patrick. You I did, crushed did. You him. really did. He got, he got me right at the end. I, yeah, well, it's I because John took my idea and then made yours look original. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I called a foul. <laughs> yeah, there, there should have been uh, there should have been some clarification. But I'm gonna post in the show notes. It's about an hour long, but we did kind of like an around the horn spoof where we each kind of talked about some current events. We talked about marijuana. We talked about Vatican II. We talked we about um, uh, eating uh, homegrown vegetables. We talked about um, we talked about poop. Pooping. I, I made some. Uh, I advocated for some positions that may not be popular with the uh, <laughs> with the average American, and so I think if you go and you check that out, it'll, it's a nice. Uh, it was fun. It was a really fun time. But I've just been thinking about that every night. I lay in bed and I think about how we were so good on that show. Every night I toss and I turn and I dream of what I need. I need a hero. Hmm. Sometimes Phoebe and I will just sing that song at each other. Yeah. I'll like lay down on the floor after a long day. And I'll be like, where have all the good men gone? Hmm. And where are all the gods? Emma doesn't run bits like that with me. Where's the streetwise Hercules? I know the song. Yeah. <laughs> I like singing it. Uh-huh. I can tell. <gasps> Isn't there a white knight <laughs> upon a fiery steed? This We've is done a very this before. good song. We've done this before where we did, I need a trad wife. Could you need a trad wife? That's, that Have we done all, this before? That was all time. Yeah. Oh, we fell off. No, we're still good. 
We're so good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Phew. What are you looking up? What are you Googling? I forgot to prep. I forgot to. You see the glasses. This is why I use the dark glasses. mode so no one can see my glasses. Yeah. I, um, I don't wear glasses so no one knows that I'm never paying attention to them when I'm on a video call. He 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 he. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm I'm pulling up the. Uh, I forgot to pull up the the stuff that we do in the middle of the show. Oh. So I pulled like it the up Doc now. Ethan's dating corner. Yeah. All that. Will come later. The patron of the week mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It'd be cool if we like started scripting out the show. No. You know. Or not scripting out, but like if I, I think had... we have a rustic charm. We're like a house built in 2007, you know? <laughs> right before... Right, houses built in 2007. <laughs> Extravagant and unfinished because of a certain global event. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I... Uh, no, it's like there, there's a bunch of stuff that I have to pull up. Like I got to pull up the Patreon names. Mm-hmm. I got to pull up the dating corner. Mm-hmm. I got to pull up a review. So I should just have like a, a a little page where I compile all that information instead of opening all the tabs. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. But you're not, I'm not scripting anything. No. I'm no, never going to no script this podcast with you. Never going to script I, this podcast. I mean, we can plan. That's what we, I mean. The only thing I'll ever script with you is a video or like a course. If we ever taught like a sure. course or like a <laughs> class. Yeah. Did you see my tweet at the University of St. Thomas today? I did. I figured I would be a bit more forward. You're ruthless. I do owe them an email, I think. Yeah. What do you mean I'm ruthless? I'm just using social media as it's meant to be used. <laughs> for clout. <laughs> yes. Asking for what you want. Um, I... What was I going to say? What were um, you going to say? What's on your mind? Oh, did you see a conversation I had with... <laughs> I replied to something J.D. Flynn said about uh, dating on um someone someone uh, a, 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 tw- a catholic twitter girl posted about a bad conversation I, I she had with post. a guy yeah and i saw jd um, reply it's like guys are all addicted to porn we gotta shut this down you and know, in the midst deal. of all of the guys saying not me lol <laughs> i <laughs> um <laughs> oh that's so funny uh it was me and jd riffing on on <laughs> Um, JD said something about, yeah, guys need to stop being addicted to pornography. And I, I was like, just stop guys. I was like, we need to make, we need to turn Dr. Ethan's dating corner. We need to just make the entire podcast. Dr. Ethan's dating corner to just help dudes be normal. And a bunch of people liked it. And I was like, oh, do people want a full Dr. Ethan's dating corner show? I would do that. If we had enough people on the Patreon to have a ready supply of masculine-esque questions to help dudes get their fit right discord patreon whatever i would do a bonus show i I think yeah i think dr ethan's dating corner is a good show title it's funny and that could be that could be the that that probably could be the second the second podcast on the crunch podcast network i think that'd be fun it's tested it's it works it would just be just be you and me yeah still it could just be you and me it doesn't need to be me though Oh, what if it was just me? I don't think I'm as funny without you. No, I need to read the questions. You're too. my foil. <laughs> I, I, I need. I guess yeah. No, it would be you. It'd be you and me. We'd you, do you and me are like a with with a with the when the boats rise, the ship tides over, kind of a deal. Yeah, something like that. When, when the boat when all all <laughs> when the boat capsizes, the tide goes down. When the when the when the iceberg hits, all ships sink. That's what, that's the rule. When the moon hits your eye. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny. You really got it. You're there. <laughs> got me real good. 
this is why my brother texted me today. He's like, dude, I got to stop listening to your podcast while I work out. And I was like, yeah, this is what we've said this. And he's like, it. I almost dropped a, I almost dropped a dumbbell on my face. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> we could have, we would have started a GoFundMe to fix his face if that happened. <laughs> what is happening? I keep dropping my You're microphone. Losing his mind. Oh right my gosh. <laughs> Let's do a breathing exercise. Oh my goodness. Bring okay. Back to center. Before we get to the topic, I have one other thing I wanted to share with you. Yeah. Because I, sometimes I'm in social situations where, um. I like I throw stuff out there that like the people close to me would know what I mean. Like you would get it, Emma would get it, sure. some of my other friends get it. Um, we were talking about one of my friends just followed me on Twitter. I was at his house last night. We were playing poker. Mm-hmm. I won thirty four dollars and thirty cents. By the way, did Jace finally get you to play poker? Uh, it was Jace, and I did. I took I took Jace for a ride. I will nice. say because <laughs> I had a I was the big blind, and I checked. Everybody else limped into the pot. I checked. I had nine of diamonds, six of hearts. Not a mm. great hand. Mm-mm. But it didn't cost me anything to see the flop, so I checked. Flop comes two nines on the flop. Oh, so I got, I got, I got, I, I flop the, uh, the, the trips, the three of a kind. Yeah. And uh, trips are set. I'm not sure which, which one it is, but I three of a kind. And uh, a couple more cards come, and I, like, bet perfectly. Mm. Jace is, like, and I, at the, I think the, turn comes or there's the river that comes and i like look at the board i'm like looking really like frazzled but i like Mm -hmm. know that i haven't beat there's also an ace and king on the board too but the way he's betting i know he doesn't have the ace or the king so i lay down like i look really frustrated and i just kind of like lay down a check like i don't know what to do and he bets big and i call and i i win the whole i won like oh ten dollars on that gun that would have worked on me yeah, it was awesome. That's so good. But he like he was talking about the rest of the night. He's dude, that check was so good, bro. It was amazing. And this is a guy who like won a World Series of Poker ring. <laughs> event. Like, he's good. I was like, I was riding high off that all night. Anyway, I was at this guy's house, and he just followed me on Twitter, and he's kind of like getting into the Twitter world. He's like, who? Uh, he asked me the question. <laughs> he said, Ethan, who's the most uh, frustrating person on Catholic Twitter? And I'm not gonna say it here, but like I, I snap you know had an instant response say it for him no i'm not gonna say it to me you can delete it oh so much editing katie prayed on mccrady (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i explained why everybody was laughing and and then he asked me a question he's like what do you think of uh we were talking about pints with aquinas he deleted his twitter i think yeah he did a like live show today about it where he made this was so i love matt and i hope to be friends with him one day but this was so pretentious of him he like made his own summa article where he like came up with objections in like the style of aquinas of like why you should keep twitter and then he did like on the contrary and then the first line was twitter is a cesspool and i'm like that's not a, an argument you can't that's just not that's say not that. an on the contrary that's not on the contrary that's your opinion yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, anyway um it was just funny but they're asking me what i think of matt frad and i was like yeah i don't really i listen when he's got like like if Christopher West is on, I listen. If Sister Miriam is on, I listen. So those are like always really good conversations. Scott Hahn comes on. You know, I always enjoy listening to those people. Um, but I feel like the rest of his guests are like procedurally generated. Like they just type in like trad guy who hunts and then like out pops one of his guests. Tra- online trad girl out pops another guest. Like yeah. it's just – and he was like procedurally generated. Like what do you mean? And like he was being really serious. And I'm like, oh, I just – it just mean that they have normal opinions. Like they just are, they just say what you expect them to say. Sure. Um, but it was very odd. Oh, I just Falcon broke my, my boom world. arm. Just broke my boom arm. Really? Yeah. But I had to explain what I meant by procedurally generated, which I feel like with you, I wouldn't have to 
have to explain this. Yeah, probably not. <sighs> All right, Patrick. I'm going to Dr. Ethan's dating corner? Yeah. <laughs> We've been going for 43 what? minutes. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep goofing. Let's just keep chatting. Do you want to do a do you want to do, <laughs> do you want to do a topic? We could do a topic. It'd be a short topic. Yeah, okay. So, I guess I don't I don't know. Maybe let's let's keep talking about that then cuz I saw Matt well, um, we can do that. Yeah, let's talk about Matt is deleting it... Twitter. Okay, we can. Yeah, let's talk about it. You think this is good? A... This is good content? No, because I, I, I didn't I didn't tweet this, but I wanted to. I was going to talk about Luigi Giussani. Oh, uh, is that but a short okay. topic? It, it, I've only read one chapter. <laughs> let's save it. <laughs> let's, we can save it. We can save let's it. Save it. Save it. Wait, wait till I read two chapters. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Remember it for next week because that, that'll, that'll Oh, I will. Yeah. I'm loving this book. Uh, I you. I was thinking about this, and this is was, by the time you hear this episode, this opinion will probably be on the internet. We'll see how it is nice. received. I think most of my problems with Twitter are defects in myself. Yes. I think that's true most of the time. Um this is something that like I know my opinions have, have changed over the years. It's a lot easier to just say Twitter is a cesspool than yes. confront the fact that there's something wrong with the way that I am using it. Correct. There is I, something. He did, he did say something about like how uh, it requires a ton of discipline in order to be able to use it well, um, which I don't just I don't agree with actually. You don't think so? No, I have no discipline. I'm probably one of the least disciplined people that I know, and I just have chosen not to follow anybody that i don't want to see or if i do follow them i mute them mm-hmm. and then i follow so few people that i just log on i see a couple tweets and then i log off and it's like all right that wasn't that bad and if i get dog piled on i just delete the app don't look at it for a couple days and then come back when the when the dust has settled yeah you know that's normal yeah because like the it's true that you know you're dealing with like you're going to deal with people that are dogpiling on you, but you're, yes. you're, you have the power to not let that affect you. Right. There are some things that are like the, so you've been publicly shamed sort of thing. Like that one, mm-hmm. that one instance with that lady who got like fired because she had a tweet go viral and everyone was dunking on her. Yeah. Like, sure. That, that, that part's different. Like that, that's, that's different, but that's not what's going on. Right. Like mm-hmm. you posted something intentionally provocative to boost your brand and like you have to deal with the consequences of that and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, sure. It's a cesspool, but you could like, you could like block people and yeah, they'll get like a, they'll get a quick little sense of, you know, they'll get a quick sense of, you know, uh, of, of accomplishment because you've blocked mm-hmm. them, but like, it's better for you to block them. It's like, what do you, what do you have to lose? Especially if you're someone like Matt Fred, you have all your friends, you talk repeatedly about how you don't care about the internet. You talk all the time about how like you're not going to let these things get to you and you're not going to apologize and you're going to, you know, stand for truth, whatever. It's like, if I'm him and I've got local supporters and I've got Patreon supporters and I've got people who will probably write you a check for several thousand dollars if something were to go wrong because they believe in what you're doing and they support you, just block people, you know, block people that you disagree with, block yeah, people cares? that you don't want to see your tweets. And if they start a new account to get around the block to the, to keep getting at you, keep blocking them. Eventually they'll run out of steam, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I feel like someone in his position can just, you can wield the app a lot more easily when you're someone like his size because you don't need 
like you don't need people to like you. People already don't like you, so just block them. Yeah, I don't understand. You know? I don't understand the the. I have a person whose job it is to run my social media, and I'm gonna delete it because you literally yeah. have the ability to not to work never with even engage engage with yeah. it. Yeah, and to still get all the benefits. Like yes. this is this is the this is the it's the crazy. Cal Newportian digital minimalism deal shot. Right, <laughs> it's the using these tools, get, getting the benefits from the tools without any of the costs, with as little cost as possible. Yes. And that's what we were trying to do with, you know, the the Facebook page. When we had the Facebook page, I was like, mm-hmm. I unfollowed everyone on my Facebook. I, I unjoined every group. And my Facebook was essentially a way to re- read the Crunch Facebook page. That was all my Facebook was. Right. And so I didn't get sucked in to anything. I didn't see any recommended videos. It was just blank news feed, Crunch Facebook page. And there's a way to do that. And Twitter is so much more customizable than Instagram is, I think. Oh, 100%. No, Absolutely. I know that. Yeah, I know that's yeah. a fact. Because yeah. you have like the you can switch from the home screen to the latest tweets. You can you you can use lists so you don't have to see all your follower all your follows at once. Um, yeah, it, I think I think Twitter is going in a much better direction than Instagram and Facebook are because Instagram and Facebook are just trying to compete with TikTok and TikTok is is bad. It's just like it's like fentanyl for social media attention. Dude, I love it's fentanyl. Just, it's. <laughs> it's like it's the algorithm is is, it's just a loop it's just did this video work did this video work did this video work and she's like what key what holds your attention for the longest amount of time um yeah can i read the little the little sumo article that he wrote because i want to let's talk about his logic for a second okay and just just read through this sure objection one so he wrote it like aquinas so he talks about all the reasons to keep it and then he goes with the reason to not keep it I think this is important if we're going to talk about this. Objection one, Christians are called to become part of public discourse to elevate everything for the glory of God. Glory of God. But today, much of the the public discourse takes place virtually on Twitter. To retreat from a place of virtual discourse would be to fail in one's duty as a Christian to evangelize. Therefore, a Christian should not quit Twitter. Objection two, if a Christian can reach only one's soul and help him reject falsehoods and convert to the Christian faith, then his time on Twitter is well spent. Therefore, a Christian should not quit quit Twitter. It's almost as if these are all straw men. Well, tell me more. That, I don't. I don't think anyone's making the argument that a Christian needs to be on Twitter. I, and I also don't think you need to be evangelizing on Twitter in order to be on Twitter. Like, yeah, you don't have to. Like, everyone has to go to the store for bread, but like, you don't. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you have to evangelize at the store. Mm-hmm. You know, at least like vocally, you should. So like. Preach the gospel always, and when necessary, use words. Are his logic, are his, are his reasonings like you can't? Um, a Christian doesn't need to be on Twitter, therefore a Christian doesn't have. Like I, sh- no Christian should be on Twitter. Well, let's uh, let's keep going. I'm going to keep reading it, and we'll see. Objection three: Twitter steals a Christian's peace is not a compelling reason to quit it any more than it is a compelling reason to quit prison ministry or outreach to the poor, because such ministries can also produce anxiety. If we get anxious, we can pray that God brings us peace. Therefore, a Christian should not quit Twitter. Objection four: A large following is a sign of God's blessing of a Twitter ministry. Uh, that's high school me, man, thinking that. And to quit Twitter would be to abandon what God is blessing. On the contrary, Twitter is a cesspool in the occasion for distraction, dispersion, emotional turmoil, temptation, and sin. There are good uses of Twitter, but one must be so, with four O's, disciplined about his use of the platform in order not, not to waste not time. Not just because Australians say the word so with so. four O's. So he's really just talking about it in terms of like evangelization, right? Mm-hmm. He does call it a hellscape here 
it's it's all about it may be the case that you reach someone through twitter and that twitter is the only setting in which through you reach that person blah 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 blah. it's like matt you can you can have twitter without evangelizing through it like you don't need to evangelize i want to see i want to see his little suma it's on uh it's on his youtube video is it on his no it's on his channel pints with a chronic channel yeah uh, evangelization ought to take place in the settings to which God calls us. God promises never to try us beyond our strength. One is often tried beyond his strength on Twitter. This seems to suggest that God is not calling us to evangelization on Twitter. Yeah, I don't think his arguments are actually very strong. I think you can just... This may be a hot take. But I think you can just not like the app and not like the effect that it has on you and then get rid of it. And it also and it doesn't need to be like a big deal. You know? Like, if Matt doesn't want Twitter, he's allowed to not want Twitter. If we want Twitter, we're allowed to want Twitter. This is kind of what we were talking about last week. It's like, you're a human being. You can enjoy things and not enjoy things. And that's not like, it's more, it's what the kids on Catholic Reddit do. It's like moralizing something that's a matter of common sense and prudential judgment, not something that is necessarily like a, a grave moral qualm yeah none of these objections i i don't i don't find any of these objections very compelling i don't find many of these replies i don't find any of these replies compelling um the reply to objection one is that because someone is often tried beyond their strength on twitter god must not be calling us there the reply to objection two is that um uh god sent us out to evangelize and our efficacy is based on using good means and because twitter is not a good means we can't evangelize on twitter but again, hmm. that like you said, that doesn't mean you have you can't be you don't have to you can't be on Twitter. Right. It's like, I agree. What if, I agree what if a Christian can be on Twitter, on Twitter for yeah. a reason other than evangelizing? Um, you know, what if I'm on there to make friendships? Like, yeah, it's it's almost as if the express purpose of evangelizing is like not going to work. You know. Also, posting a link to your video once every two weeks is not evangelization, too. So, like. It's not even good marketing. He wasn't using Twitter the way that I I I, I think he, I think he's I think here's what here's what you can say. Yeah. Is Twitter is Twitter stealing your peace? Delete Twitter. Is Twitter um you know, is Twitter taking up time away from your family? Figure out a way to not let it do that. You know, like it's it's a false binary to say mm-hmm. You have to either be all in on Twitter or all out because you're yeah. right. There's a lot of bad things on Twitter, and no, no one needs to be on Twitter. I don't think anyone's saying you need to be on Twitter. I think you don't need to be on Twitter. A lot of our audience isn't on Twitter anymore, which is great. Right. I mean, we've 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 come through. What's funny is that he's where he's now where you were like two years ago. Yes. And I hope he comes through it with the understanding of, okay, Twitter is. I'm. I'm. I hope that he doesn't use Twitter. Sees the effect. What I wish he had done instead was not use Twitter for his business at all for 30 mm. days, and then see yeah. what effects happen. And then, okay, yeah. how can I get the benefit that Twitter was giving me without any of the, um, the headache? The headache. And I think yeah. one of those things maybe ch- change the way that you try to hook people in, into watching your videos. Mm-hmm. Um, try to change the way that you interact with people on the platform. Maybe set maybe reply to people on the platform yeah. you know i think even just like teaching people teaching people how to use it better you know teaching people about the block button teaching people about the mute feature like i'm very i have everyone that i follow except for like four people are muted <laughs> you can just create a list man <laughs> i just well i also have a list of all yeah. the people that i have muted uh and it's like 
yeah, if you're just walking in, it'd be like going on to Twitter without having any intention behind it. I think this is going to become increasingly true. And this might feel trivial at the moment because we're talking about the bird app. But I think this is going to become increasingly true as more of our work and business is going to take place in kind of like a socialized internet sort Mm -hmm. of setting. Um, The more of our business. Yes. Oh, you well, and me. just like the just business. Well, our business, but just people in general. I feel Got like you're going to okay, have to yeah. deal with more of no understanding how to navigate online social interactions more because there's going to be more advertising. There's going to be more inputs. People are going to try to get you to click on more things. It's already the way that it is, but it's going to keep slowly creeping. So I feel like it's important to understand. It'd be like walking into New York Times, not New York Times, walking into Times, Times Square. Square. And like just being overwhelmed because there's all of this stimulus. And yeah. like if you walk into Times Square expecting to just get what you want out of the experience, it's never, ever, ever going to happen because there's millions of dollars poured into you being told something. And it's the yeah. exact same thing with Twitter. Twitter is just Times Square but on your phone. And so if you log in with no – you don't know where you're going. You don't know how you're going to get there. You just plan on going there. Well, then, of course, you're going to be overwhelmed and frustrated and anxious. But if you, like, leave your building and you're like, okay, I know I got to go through Times Square, but I'm going to go see this person. I'm going to have this conversation. Then it's like all of a sudden all the lights and the billboards don't really matter because you're just logging on and you're reading tweets from a few people that you care about. And then you're logging off. And then you're done, you know. And it's like there is a way to do that. And if you see – it's like if you see a fight on the side of the road – Two guys getting mugged. You're like, oh, Spider-Man will get that. I'm good. I'm going to keep going. You don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to stop and engage with the fight. Yeah. Um, that is where it does diverge a little bit because in real life you should probably stop the fight if you can. But also don't get shot. Times Square used to be a seedy place. Yeah. Still is. I yeah, and there. like Twitter, you know, it, I mean, Twitter had a lot of problems with misinformation and it still does and like you know then things getting flagged over over policing then it had a problem with over policing and you know it's so it's not a good news source i think that's fair i i think it's a really i think it's a really great i think it's a really great place for conversations that's why i think i'm so attracted to it is because Mm -hmm. it's low i've learned a lot yeah on twitter and especially especially branching out and following people who are not in the catholic twitter bubble yeah I've learned so much about architecture, about gardening, about homesteading, about finance, about mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, about productivity, organization. Like I've learned a lot of things because I I don't only follow people who just care about who the saint of the day is and get into arguments about whatever the women of Catholic Twitter get upset about that week. Dude, so, I got I got I I was I was so happy I retweeted it. I think you may have seen it. Bishop Barron dropped a thread. <gasps> no way. About what you can do if your parish is getting merged. And I was like, you're so close. Whoa. You're nice. so close. It was just blocks of text split up into 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 four different tweets. But it it was so close to something that like... Wow, it, it, this is like a real Twitter thread. I know. I was like, Good man, job. you're, I'm gonna like your you're micro-blogging with the rest of us. This is great. Um, yeah, when I, when, I, when I figured out that I could post... When I figured out that I could post threads on Twitter as like... Yeah. You love like, the threads, man. I love threads, man. Um, I, 
I use Notion to I'm using uh-huh. Notion to track them and like I'm I'm Drink. keeping track of like what the subject of the thread is and how many impre- what the hook was and then how many impressions and how much engagement it got. And mm-hmm. my the dating threads are by far head and shoulders above the rest. Everyone loves yeah. the dating thread. So I'm thinking about just becoming a dating account. You could. That'd be great. That's what this podcast is about to be. It it, it and it, it jives with the uh, the book that I'm hoping to release. Was that official? No, it's not official yet. Oh, okay. I was about I to mean, say, like, is this your way of telling me that they got back no, to you? No, 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 no. Okay. I wouldn't I announce to, it here. I was about to be mad. Oh, man. Up, I'm so upset. Upset that I didn't tell you in person. Yeah. Or well, no, just on a phone call or something. Or something but like you know that. who I'm not upset at, Patrick? The people who sent in our patrons. Our patrons. Our patrons. Our patrons. Our patrons. Yeah. I love them so much. They're so nice. It's time to recognize the people that joined Patreon this week. Gotcha. Thank you to Marty. For joining us at three dollars a month, and thank you Shut to up, Ben Tolls for Benny. That, and he said that he knows you. I do. Yeah, I was about to say I know Benny. Yeah, he said he said that it was, oh oh, it was his brother, because he said my name, and I was yes. like, I've never had an yeah, XFL Patrick draft Tolls party. was on the podcast when you were, uh, given birth or something. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I've never had an XFL draft party, but yes. I would. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd invite Ben because he's he just joined at the ten dollar a month level. Why would someone give us ten dollars a month, Ethan? Because every week Patrick and I meticulously craft with with little woodworking tools we and stick little, it in an oven and we heat it up take, and we smack it with a hammer and then we, we dip it in oil and it goes and then we craft a, a Nordic we use sword. Implements and we use <laughs> wedding stones. And dental and we floss. Use, we use that wheel that spins that you kind of grind things on oh yeah a grinding wheel is what they call it a whetstone no a whetstone no that's not it the grindstone nose we put our nose to the grindstone we put our nose on the grindstone we get soft little little flat noses little nubby little voldemort noses because of how much grind we got on our nose yeah Yeah. uh and we we make a video bonus podcast and it gets released every friday Exclusively for patrons at the ten dollar a month level. Are you good? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm pulling there? up a review. Oh no way! I'm going deep so we, into the archives because we don't have a review. So oh, that's crazy. I know, people. Come on. I I want to just tell everybody who's listening to this right now. If you haven't left a review, just delete the podcast from your phone. <laughs> no, please don't do that. I need this. <laughs> I hey, don't listen. I need to I need big numbers. We don't big don't listen, Patrick. We don't need you. <laughs> Patrick just like crying as like money just slowly starts <laughs> to disappear like, no, from the bank that's account. That's my job to make us money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Who's so you you dove deep into the archives? Read the review that you found, please. I pulled and up. I pulled up. Uh, uh, maybe something. other people could leave one like this also. Five star review from 2018 from Yolsol. It's four years ago. We've been doing this. Wow. I appreciate you, dude. This podcast is so bronze. Nice. I don't. You remember that bit? I don't. Yeah. But I we remember talked that bit. about. We we talked about how we people say like that's golden, but people don't ever say that. It's like oh, that's bronze. That's bronze. People do now because of Bronze Age whatever. Bronze Age mindset. Bronze Age mindset. I had a I had a I had a dream that I yeah. I started a Twitter account, uh-huh. um, called Bronze Age Bimbo, and it was a thirst trap Twitter account that just racked up followers by posting like trad girl aesthetic things. Can I tell you about the crazy dream that I had last night? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I had a dream that the therapist from The Sopranos and Jordan Peterson were t- telling me what was wrong with my life. I want to. Did you see the video of Jordan Peterson having a debate with that Muslim guy? Yes, that's what I was going to talk about today. He in conjunction with so the Luigi Giussani book, you were mad. He looks. He looks. He looks so upset. Who? Jordan B. Peterson. Yeah, Jordan B. Peterson. Look, 
looks like he's got a Jordan B. Peterson in his bonnet. <gasps> the Muslim, the Muslim guy is like, what's the meaning of life? And Jordan Peterson's like, this, what we're doing right now, peace, hopefully. <laughs> That's how he always talks, though. He's like, people ask me, do you believe in God? <laughs> well, depends on what you mean by do. Depends on what you mean by you. Depends on what you mean by believe. Red, red in the face. And I'm like, what? That, that, this has got to be a bit. No, it's real. This is a long con. No one, no one answers questions like that. Do you believe in God? Well, what do you mean by do? I think depends on is, what the meaning of is is. You're bringing up this thing that I was gonna get dive into next week because I thought it was so interesting. And you're just, it's casually like the end of our podcast. And All right, fine. Like, Tune in next week ta- for us talking about the thing that was on Twitter last week. <laughs> Tune in next week for Ethan and Patrick talking about how Jordan Peterson really, really, really wants to believe in God, but really has no clue how to do it because he doesn't <laughs> understand what it takes to have a religious experience. He has not and been gonna, he has not been given the gift of faith. And I'm gonna tell you what that means next week. Let's talk about Dr. Ethan's dating corner. Hold on, I gotta write I gotta either say this out loud or write it down. I think Jordan okay. Peterson is the a perfect example of yeah. someone who has gotten everything they need intellectually to believe in God, but God has not yet given them the gift of faith. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that's true. You can't you can't believe in Jesus Christ without faith. From he God. literally gives lectures about how important the Bible and like the power of the story of creation is. But he doesn't. He's like it's for everybody else except for me. Like all of humanity needs this except for me, Jordan B. Peterson. I do not need the power of story or the power of creation to give meaning to my life. I do not need I, chaos. I will simply make books that are uh, not as good as everyone says they are. Ooh yeah. Ooh, I read yeah. Twelve Rules for Life and I was underwhelmed. Twelve Rules for Life is boring. Really? It, like yeah. if those are the rules, I hate to I see the remember, game. You know what I mean? I don't mean? remember it. It was it was part of my one hundred books in a year, and I just it was just remarkably underwhelming. It's I don't just, even remember any of the rules. It's so long, and, it, and like it just if you cut if you had an editor, the book would be great. <laughs> you know, I wanted I got to the third rule, and I was like, are all the rules this long? It's like he starts telling, he's like, you need to make your bed. And then he, and he starts talking about how like the African, you know, leopard is like made of spots and be like, because there are spots on the leopard and it's been that way for thousands of years, the male leopard has a huge, has huge balls. And like, that's <laughs> why you should make your bed. And it's like, what is happening? Mm. Jordan, this Jorben, smartest man Jorben ever Bieberson on the cover says the most important intellectual of our time, the New York times. Yeah. The New York times said that. That's I hilarious. Him. I don't trust yeah. him. Well, are you ready? To, uh, thank you for uh, thank you for all your all your support, patrons. We really do appreciate it. Um, you can support us on Patreon for five dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, if you think this episode is worth two bucks, uh, join us on Patreon at ten bucks a month, and you'll get two more podcasts for free. I think you'll get you'll get immediate access to nine bonus podcasts. Yeah, you'll get Not access to, mention- to the back catalog. I want to go to Dr. Ethan's dating corner now. Me too. All right, you came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Ethan's dating corner. The only part of the show where there's any type of hope for the next generation. Starring Patrick, who's going to read us a question. 
Um, right now. This one this one comes from Maximilian. Uh, hello, Dr. Ethan and Professor Pat. I'm a repeat patient to the good oh doctor. Let's put him under the knife. I was Maximilian who was thinking about asking out two different Ooh. Uh, two different women who I learned were discerning with the Carmelites. Nice. This is an episode without Ethan, so he doesn't remember it probably. Oh, okay. I was about, yeah, I don't remember that at all. Anyway, cool. many things have happened since then. I started dating a different woman, someone I knew from college. What's her name? Maximilian, so her name is going to be Guinevere. Minimal, Minimilian. Minimilian. Guinevere is good. How about how about Lorraine? (laughs) (laughs) We haven't had a Lorraine in a minute. No, we haven't. Uh, Funny enough, I met Lorraine freshman year, but nothing has happened until now. We started dating my last semester of college and have been for about seven months. Okay, so he's just out of college. I'm really good at math. Yes. We've been doing long distance since the start of the summer. Hasn't been the most enjoyable. She's three hours away, but has been oddly been really good. And as many who have done long distance probably know, she's worth it. However, yes. here is my injury. Oh. When do I start bringing up the big question? Oh. Marriage. I know it's something good to talk about before I make the move. <laughs> the big question. It's like, what should we get? What, what kind of what kind of nut, what kind of Tostitos do you like? <laughs> can I can I get the hint of lime, please? <laughs> I like restaurant style. <laughs> I like restaurant style. Very it's salty. Only like, it's only like the cantina style from the on the border chip. It's like very specific. And then every store has it. But like, can we please <laughs> drive to the to the different Target to try and find it, please? <laughs> I'm so scared to ask her. <laughs> it's my favorite one. I know it's something good to talk about before I make the move, proposing, I'm mm. assuming, but how do I bring it up and what things are good to discuss beforehand? I don't want to propose without at least some degree of knowledge of what her thoughts are. Part two of the question is, when is a good time to propose in general? It's been oh. seven months. How long is lo- long enough to date before making that quite, I was asking that question? There are two factors uh, that are sure to keep me waiting at least a few more months. One, she won't be finished with college until December. Two, based on some past struggles, I know commitment is tough for her. Ah. In short, what are some good rules to keep in mind about bringing up the discussion of marriage? When do you make the move? Love the podcast and the new endeavors that have been undertaken. Thank you, Maximilian. Thanks, oh, Maximilian. Thanks. thanks, Maximilian. That means a lot. This is good question, man, because uh, it's different for everybody. So there's no hard and fast rules. Every relationship is different. My grandparents have been married for like 60 years. They dated for three months and then they got engaged and then they were married three months after that. I'm That's pretty incredible. sure. Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, and then they had eight kids. So That's like, incredible. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all have the same big nose. Inshallah that we be. <laughs> <laughs> have you, you've seen the Finding Nemo 2, right? Poster. Finding Nemo 2? There's a poster. We will find him, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah yeah, they yeah, find yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, like, yeah. I want, <laughs> I want that in front of me all the time because it's just such a cute, like, I... I'm we can hang it up know. one day when you and me have an office. We can hang it up. Of course, of course, they've made a red bubble circle sticker, a red a red bubble sticker. Um, Halal movie night, Finding Nemo two. <laughs> Inshallah, they find it. <laughs> it's funny. just such it's so pure and good that like <laughs> it's like got such church vibes. You know, it's a picture yes. of it. It's a picture of a of a of a royalty free clip art of a of a clownfish <laughs> with a Microsoft Word art. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's so great. What were we uh, talking about? You're How talking you about proposing. That? Oh, proposing. <laughs> Everyone's different. Everybody's got a different relationship. Uh, I was talking about my grandparents. So yeah, uh, there's no hard and fast rules. So whatever I say could not be not true for you and your fiance, but I'll give you some general guidelines. What you need to do 
and this is very hard, but you need to uh, be honest with her about what you want. So this, this is very complicated. You might want to write this down. I'll write it down. <laughs> I would ask her what she thinks about marriage. That's, yeah, I'm in. That's I'm the, excited. That's step set step one. Step one is ask about marriage. And step two would be to listen to what she says. <laughs> it's uh, I think you're overcomplicating a little bit. I know it's scary, but I think it's like uh, I'm just thinking about me and Emma and probably you and Phoebe. Like when we started dating, there was express consent that was like, "Hey, I'm I'm dating you to figure out if I want to marry you. And that's like why we're dating. Yeah. And so kind of the whole time we were dating, we would talk about marriage and it would just be little things. Like we would start talking about each other's families and be like, what would you want to do in that situation? Would you ever want to do this? Um, Like little, I just remember like having a conversation with Emma was like about family dinner, you know, like, did you guys always eat together as a family? Would you want to make sure that like every night you ate together? Um, you know, in just like talking about those types of things, which I'm sure you already have done with your, uh, with your girlfriend. And so I think bringing up the question more explicitly, if it hasn't been brought up is just kind of like a check of where you're at. It's like, Hey, um, I'm dating you because I'm discerning marriage with you. Is that where you're at? Are you in the same place? If you don't know, like check that it's like, okay, cool. Um, where are you at with that process? What kind of things need to happen? What do you need to know before you're ready? You know? Mm -hmm. And, and then if she's like not ready to talk about it or doesn't want to, doesn't want to get into it, it's like, okay, you back off and you wait and you bring it up again soon. Um, but there's no definitive timeline. She might say, I am ready to marry you. So whenever you want to propose, <laughs> I'm good. You have, you might be, have to be ready for that. I'm game. And, yeah. and then you might have to go come to terms with the fact that you're not ready yet. You got to like pray about <laughs> it. And then she's like mad at you throughout the whole holiday season because you haven't proposed yet. And then you text her on christmas eve and you're like hey we got to go ring shopping and then she freaks out and then you propose uh less than 25 days later is that you you. that is what i did well you gotta do you gotta you gotta you gotta wait for her mom to call you and invite you to hawaii and then you plan an elaborate (laughs) a scheme an elaborate season finale style (laughs) (laughs) proposal yeah you really did you gotta propose like it's an episode of friends exactly i was like that's what you did I was like, that, 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 that's the one, that's the one that I get that, you know, yeah. it was like, <laughs> it's the one thing I get to plan. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be a big batch. Yeah. I think, uh, as always, you got to be honest with what you want to know and honest with what you desire. Even mm-hmm. if it's just like, Hey, I want to know how best to love you. And I desire to discern more deeply whether or not we're meant to be married. I really, I really like you. Maybe you love her. Maybe you say that I, lo- I love you. I want to know. If uh, if marriage with you is the right thing, here are some of the things that I, you know, want to discern. Dot, here, dot, here's dot. kind of like what I'm thinking. Um, there's no right time to get engaged. It's 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 just dependent on what you guys need. Yeah. I would say if you're dating for like two years and there's not been any movement, then it's like start time to have like some more serious conversations. But until then, it's like, you know, she's got school. Let her finish school. You're not in a rush, but you need to talk about it. Yeah. It needs to be a part of your conversation when you're dating. Because otherwise, why are you dating? Yeah, I think before I was engaged and married, I would I would have said, ah, oh, you can be engaged while you're in school. I would I would say and wait to be engaged until you're like ready to get married soon. Cause long engagements suck. And a year kind of counts as being a long engagement. It feels like it. It just takes, you know, it just feels like forever, it's, you know. It's brutal. 
and there's way more time for it to bust up. You know, I know people who gauge for like two years, three years, four years, Mm -hmm. and then they like kind of live, move in together, like live together. It's just like always kind of off in the distance. And then there's just way more time for you to like not be bound by the sacrament. So like get in while the getting's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no, it's like the most amount of commitment, least amount of grace. Engagement is a difficult time as Ethan has always said. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but it sounds good. It sounds like you and Lorraine are happy, which is nice. Uh, but keep loving her and keep desiring to serve her. And if you always have that mentality of, you know, wanting to serve her and wanting to serve the Lord instead of like trying to fulfill your own desires or your own timelines, then you'll be all right. Uh, cool podcast done. Good stuff. Yeah. I like the show. Man, today was a good day. Today was a good day. I am. I'm really happy that I wasn't sick yesterday so that I could have a free weekend today. Nice. <laughs> in the middle of the week so i come back i'm not i'm not slumped this ain't no slump. this ain't no this ain't no hump we're not slumping we're not humping we no. feel good the only thing that i feel i'm it's a little warm i feel fergalicious oh you look fergalicious <laughs> thank you yeah you don't even need those training sessions my man <laughs> you are it's like i'm talking to fergie right now dude are, are you are you uh are you some eggs because you're too yoked oh <laughs> Some eggs have two yolks in them. Uh huh. We had one of those yesterday. That's we made so, eggs. Yeah, it was man. amazing. It was like <laughs> looking at his phone. Sorry, I'm just like man. I wish Ethan was here. I know, but it's kind of. Let me see. I'm calling with your annual invitation. Oh, okay. There, I got a phone call inviting me to seek. Little does she know that I'm already, I'm already there. I'm already baby. going. We're in the, we're in the game, going. baby. We're in the game. Did we're you gonna... sign that contract? Did you sign the contract? Oh no, I haven't. You have to do that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sign it right now. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna hire someone to spend all of the money that we get from Patreon to hire someone to stand outside of your door, much like the Tucker Carlson guy. But it's just someone saying, like, please respond to your emails. I'm, <laughs> I'm very bad at email. The problem is, I'm not at that point. Oh my gosh. The problem is, I just got so many automated mails in that folder that it got buried. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the problem. I so I um. You don't need to defend yourself. We just need to end the show. We should, so <laughs> I, I, I'm bad at emails, but I'm not at the point in my life yet where I can be... Um, Good at email? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not at that point in my life where people are okay with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think some people... Some people... So, okay. So, if I don't respond to, like, a, a listener's email, because they, they, they're like, oh, Pat must... You know, Pat's probably, like, super busy, you know? But if I don't respond to like a coworker's email, they're like, he's the youth minister. What he's got? Going? What does he got going on? <laughs> you know? And so that's um but now I have the perfect excuse. He's twenty four pounds and adorable. His name's Leo. <laughs> His name's Ethan Stevie. <laughs> Wrap me up. Put a little binky in my I'm gonna mind. I'm gonna keep having kids so that I can keep telling people, sorry, I'm just swamped with the baby. I just haven't gotten back to you because I'm swamped with the baby. That's how like, it is. They're like Pat, you're, Leo's a teenager. He's not. Yeah, I'm swamped. Based yeah, he's swamped. Practice. He's swamped. He's he's. He got keeps the, crying. His diaper needs diaper change. He keeps yesterday. getting grass stains in his pants, and it's taking a lot. It's not working. The, no, no, the I, oxy- I don't know how to. Ever since Billy Mays died, all of my oxyclean just hasn't worked. It lost its magic. <laughs> he was his existence was the one that held it in balance. He died and all the magic went away like the end of the movie Trolls. Yeah. As soon as, as, soon as <laughs> Princess Poppy lost her color and the rest As of soon the- as Mr. Clean dies, the same thing's gonna happen with the magic erasers. You know? Good thing good thing the magic bubbles are immortal. <laughs> good thing the scrubbing bubbles guy is this immortal. Is Mr. Mr. Clean and the Pillsbury Doughboy are gonna unite their immortal forces. <laughs> 
and take over the globe. I'm really excited like, for bleach flavored dough. Everyone was worried about Obama being the Antichrist, but no one was worried about the Pillsbury Doughboy <laughs> and Mr. Clean <laughs> uniting the the world in, under one world government. Oh my gosh. It's crazy how that happens, though. It's nuts. Yeah. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? Um, super excited for uh, Taylor Swift's new album to come out on Friday, October 21st. Uh, come Tune in next week for our full reaction to the album. I'm going to make Ethan listen to the whole thing. We're going to talk about it song by song. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we'll see you all next week. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.